Hey, James here, just jumping in ahead of this week's episode with my monthly message. We are having so much fun with this campaign right now. We're really starting to see these characters grow into heroes, but we wanted to make sure all of you know that you, the listeners, are the real heroes to us and give you a big thank you from the whole cast to all of you who are taking the time to listen to our show. If you want to level up your heroics, there's a few ways that you can start cruising for a metaphorical hero patch of your own. The biggest of those is keep listening and have fun. If you really want to do more, you can rate and review the show on your podcast app or apps of choice. If you still want to do more, please follow us on social media. All the tags are in the show notes. If you still, still really want to do more, share it with people who might like it. Just please don't be pushy. And finally, if you still feel like you want to do more to be one of our heroic listeners, you can choose to support us on Patreon, where we share behind-the-scenes conversations and other recordings. Recently, we've been sharing some old recordings of one of our early playthroughs of the Pathfinder 2e Beginner Box. As a part of our Patreon, each month we do shout out one supporter at the Called Shot tier or higher. This month, that shout out goes to KB Trembley. Thanks so much. We really, really appreciate your support. It helps us keep the things hosted, keep the website up, work on upgrading our equipment, and just make everything here work for us. So a huge thank you from all of us to you. So if you want to engage in that particular type of heroics yourself, go to patreon.com slash live to die pod. And with that done, be nice, roll dice, and enjoy this week's episode of Live to Die. Roll dice, be nice, and stay tuned. This is the Live to Die podcast. Okay, so I did have what I think is a, a, a at best six out of 10 banter idea to talk about road trips because all of you are kind of on a road trip now and what your thoughts are. <laughs> Let me put my pen down. <laughs> the ultimate road trip. Uh, but I think we're actually, we're going to hold off on road trips a little bit. Uh, although I know Jason's ready to talk road trips because <laughs> I love to road trip, but I feel like an amateur compared to what Jason's family does with road trips. And it's frankly super cool. So we'll save that for a future topic. Um, And part of that is because I just want to get into this episode. And I feel like there is a couple of times when it's the perfect moment to hybridize banter and game talk. And that's when it's really in a meta space. And so to really, to really draw this out, what I'll say is I have as a GM really tried to embrace the true sandbox on this campaign and so there are going to be some things in which maybe you encounter them over-leveled, under-leveled. And that's going to be on you to figure out because of your gameplay choices. And the other night, prepping for these sessions we're recording, I pre-rolled random encounters. But based on whether or not you're on the road, off the road, different areas, time of year, I got all that done. And my dice were a little hot. High rolls mean <laughs> more random encounters in this game. And you could choose to duck some of them. So all of this is a big lead up to saying that while, yeah, the adventure's like, hey, when you get to the trading post, they'll probably hit level two shortly after that. That's not going to be the case for our story, which is already unique, because after that grizzly bear and these bandits, I did check, and all of you leveled up. Yeah. Woo-hoo. 
Now, this is an important level for us because there's a few things going on here and a few special rules. There's a rule for that. We've used this in our last game, but we are going to use it here as well. I think especially in a world like this where we want to explore all sorts of narrative options and stories, we are using the crowd favorite free archetype rule. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Without going into a lot of depth, but I know we have some listeners who aren't big RPG players or maybe they're checking out Pathfinder. Um, Paizo makes good stuff. You should check it out. It's also free, like literally free. Not like you can pirate it, like they put it online for free in a wiki and it's great. And the way that they handle a lot of class mechanics is that when you hit a level, you get a class fee. You don't get a certain ability. It's not like a third level, I get to this uncanny dodge two or something. You get a class feat and you can do cool new things. Feats don't usually make you intrinsically stronger in second engine Pathfinder. They give you more options. And so when you hit second level, you get a class feat. Now, archetypes are how they handle multi-classing, weird regional specifics. It's even how they handle, like, if you become a vampire, getting more vampire abilities. An archetype is something when you choose to spend your class feat, not on your class. So now, because everything's based off of, like, a lot of proficiencies, which they pull out of some 5e D&D, because proficiencies are great design, like, a lot of your bonuses, your DCs, your skills, those are going to continue to go up, because that's based on your level plus something. So those go up when you level. But at second level and every even level thereafter, you can get a class feat and you can spend it on an archetype. You can multi-class with that. You can, and there's special versions. So like a lot of archetypes are just built from the ground up to be archetypes. If it's a multi-class one, then they have like a dedication feat in which you dedicate into rogue and you'll get like a couple of skills and then you, it'll never be directly, you'll never be, be as good as a rogue at being a rogue if you're multi-classed in. All this to say, we're using free archetype, which means at second level and every two levels thereafter, you get an additional free feat that you can only use for archetypes. Therefore, encouraging all of you to sort of explore the space, to pick things that are a little less optimal. You can still pick your optimal build with your main feats and do some stuff that really dives into the flavor of your character. Now, if this were a normal level up thing, I'd just say, everyone, let's go around the table and let's talk. But because I said we're going to use the camping mechanics a little bit, I think you've, you've just defeated a group of bandits. You probably have a little more ways to travel. And we're going we're gonna to roll some of this forward and we're going to do a level up camping segment, which frankly, I'm excited about. I think you have some time. The sun's still up. Let's... Cue that sirenscape. While you're, while we're still on prioritypes, I looked up. Yeah. There's a there's a line that I like that describes it the most. Awesomely, I think free archetype characters are more versatile and powerful, but not so much that you unbalance the game. So, mm -hmm. like if you think about the characters that we had last time, you know they had all different kinds of abilities and rogue and vigilante and fighter, like all rolled into one. It just makes you more badass without like breaking it. Yep. And there are ways to be edgelordy about it, for yeah. sure. I think last campaign was a great example that some of you spent time putting archetypes into, like, archaeologist or linguist, like, shit that's not hugely mechanically mm -hmm. beneficial, but so flavorful. So let's, let's come right back, knowing that we'll do a camp sequence here soon and talk about that level up. We'll come right back to the fight where we ended. You're on the roadside near some rocks and a couple of big trees with three bandits that you've slain. Checking their bodies for loot. Oh, of course. Look, if you didn't, honestly, That's what I I'd, do. I'd be sad. Are you even playing? I know, games? right? Mm. I'm kidding. <laughs> so all these bandits have uh, daggers, leather armor, 
two days of rations apiece, so six rations, a short bow, and a little less than ten arrows apiece now. So, dagger, short bow, call it eight arrows apiece, leather armor, and two days of rations. Okay. Do you need any of these arrows? You want to split them? Sure. Yeah. So, you can each get 16 arrows each. You want to take that? There's daggers on the ground, some leather armor if you want to take it. No money to speak of. Ari, I appreciated that you got near me in combat. I was able to adjust to fight uh, in that situation. So if you will stick near me in those instances, that can help out quite a bit. And I think Ari, like, (laughs) normally having some sort of, like, snarky comeback just starts, like, laughing. Like, she's actually, like, maybe warming up a little of, like, this... (laughs) I don't understand this person, but that did seem very earnest. She was like, okay, buddy. Also, I lied. I got something wrong. The three of them collectively have ten silver worth of coin between the three of them. It's always so weird in these games to just be like, oh, like, these are like bandits that are attacking us and you know what you're supposed to do is like fight them and kill them but also when it's like this I'm always like are we gonna get in trouble like are we like do we need to hide these bodies and be like oh we just murdered three people well we talked about that a couple sessions ago but you you literally have a charter giving you now like maybe not in this country but if you flee to Brevoy you have a charter that defends you in Brevoy as acting on behalf of the noble establishment of the Sword Lords. Nice. Yeah. That is a good point about the bodies, though. Should we just leave them here, rotting in the sun? Bandits beware. Yeah, sure. I mean, you got a problem with that? I mean, do we have a shovel? Perhaps we could bury them. That takes time. We don't have all that much time to bury three bodies. There's not a chance they could become undead just being here, right? I mean, it's always non-zero, but not high, probably. <laughs> okay, then I'm not too concerned. And Ari will be like, for the record, these are probably very similar to the people who killed your brother. I like your idea about uh, let's pile them up and put a sign on, says bandits beware. Sounds good to me. No, I will say, Trent, given your background, you know that a very common burial practice around Lake and Carth and around the Eye of Terror no, the Eye of Terror is, that's the Eye of Amadego. But that region, the Lake and Carthen, where the, the Whispering Tyrant is imprisoned, yeah. is burning bodies. Oh, um, yeah, I'll do that. And if you do want to set up camp, you have traveled most of your way this day. This was like late afternoon. You've, you've made pretty good time for the day. If you want to set up camp here, there'd be time to, and you would know the practices. It's utilitarian, but not disrespectful. Yeah, sure. You want to burn the bodies. I can throw them on the back of my horse and carry them to where we need to go if, if need be. Or maybe we do it here so that we don't have to smell burning bodies all night. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Nikolai, you want to... Ari's like, he might be a psychopath. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Nikolai, you want to find a camping spot? Yeah, I want to... If I can find one other than where we are, that'd be cool. Yeah, you you can spend a couple of hours finding a good spot around here. Give me that survival check. God, I love this game so much. How's an 11? Hey. good? It's a failure, but okay. you so what that uh, what that means in this case is you find a camping spot. It's just that in this case it you don't get any bonuses okay. against um, random encounters, so you might have to deal okay. with one. Are random encounters? Is it possible to have them be positive encounters? Oh, like yeah. where it's like 
oh, these people show up and they're nice and mm-hmm. we like them. And I mean, to like a certain point, that's kind of what the bear was. Like if you were really desperate for food, a bear is a lot of food. And if you're cold, you could have materials there to make like clothing out of it. You also didn't fight it. You mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to get around that. Bandits are probably kind of bad. Like there's some other encounters here that's just like elk or deer or things like that that aren't bad. They're great centers of food. You could fight them if you wanted to. So yeah, there's lots of random encounters that are sort of just things in the world. Um, Rastel's happy we let the grizzly bear go on about mm-hmm. its business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm sure Rastel will be fine with a lot of that. Like honestly, if um, you know, like if as it's long used you're not well, poaching. exactly. All right. So a failure means that like you found a campsite that's works. Um, it's not great. So any of your activities here will take a minus two penalty just because like you don't have okay. access to like clean water as you want it or like good wind cover. Okay. So. Yeah, you find a campsite. It's not great. It's in the plains, a little windy, but you know, it'll do. Okay. You set your tents up. This is one of those areas like I do like thinking about it. Someone who grew up camping a lot. I can kind of picture this. Like a grassland, the wind's coming through. It's a little harder to get a fire going. Maybe a hundred feet away, there's a pyre set up where Arthur is just <laughs> throwing these bodies. Did you take the armor? Did you take any other gear off or just the arrows? Not the gear. I did grab the daggers. Okay. Just to have them, and I grabbed um daggers the arrows the arrows and the silver i think that's it cool did anyone take this the dagger bandolier? oh and the rations the and six the rations. rations from biff i think biff was buried with it was unless he, he buried took with it, it? Mm-hmm. buried with his 10 knives <laughs> he did have like 10 knives what did we do with the trident did we bury biff with that too mm-hmm. yes all right so get that set up um what does anyone else have camping activities they want to do or like little moments you're kind of leveled up so if you want to play into that or just sort of explore that a little ari well, are we all set up? Yeah, the camp. Yeah, yeah. You found the camp and set it up. And Nikolai's sl- okay. you gotta, like pitch your own tent, but Nikolai found the spot and is getting a fire going. Ari is going to regale everybody with a <sighs> campfire story. Oh, okay. Let's- and she's just gonna be going on, and she's like, she's like, yeah. And you guys probably don't know this about me, but I actually have twelve older sisters. Well, and that's <laughs> a lot of siblings. That is too many. It's so many. I agree. Way too many. That's why I'm here. And she, and she's like talking about all of her different sisters and won't really like get into what they do, but it sounds like they're all kind of like warriors of some kind or they're, you know, um, they're impressive and like it maybe connects a little bit to like how Ari sort of like idolizes Lady Germandi and like, mm. you know, some kind of impressive female figures like that in her life. But she's like one of my older sisters, Carolina, she's such a bore. She was so annoying. Nobody ever really liked her, but I will say every time she fought an enemy, she would turn around and look at the other one and be like, you're next. And so kind of to highlight that Arya, she goes along as taking the... Lucky just passed out. (laughs) (laughs) Drop my phone, my dad. Lucky's like, oh God, I I dated a cat. I Um. But yeah, she's going to kind of like go on to tell. And basically all of that to say, Ari took the your next feat as a swashbuckler. Nice. In the level up. um, Where, and I think just as she's like thinking about the people that she's interacted with, that she kind of starts to like idolize their fighting styles and like what they do. Uh, Maybe she didn't even particularly really like this sister, but did think that this one thing was very cool and badass. And so after you reduce an enemy to zero HP, you get a pl- uh, a bonus to demoralizing them by basically demoralizing another enemy by basically looking at them and being like, you're next, I'm coming for you. So is this a bonus to a future check? Is this an action or is this a reaction? 
It is, uh, after downing a foe, you promise another you're coming after them next. Attempt an intimidation check with a plus two circumstance bonus to demoralize. Um, it is an action. It's a reaction. It's a reaction. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. And That's super dope. Once you become legendary in intimidation, you can use it as a free action with the same trigger. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, so that's your cool. reaction. That's yeah. God, I love this. It's just like you. Yeah. <laughs> now, because um, what I'll say is, you do suffer penalties to intimidation checks if you do not share a common language with your foe, unless or until you take the feat like intimidating glare. What's that you do it? It gains the visual trait instead of yeah, nonverbal. Or I think intimidating presence too or something yeah. like that. Intimidating mm. prowess is when you're hulky enough to physically intimidate yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of different ways to do it. Now, the one nice thing is obviously bandits are a big issue and all of them have spoken common, so you're yeah. set. I also speak actually a lot of languages. That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, five, but. Well, and because you did claim that you were doing the telecampfire story, I, I really mm-hmm. love that. Uh, give me a performance check. You got a minus two on this because the, like the wind's so loud that not everyone can hear you. What? <laughs> and I imagine like you're following people around, kind of telling them the story. Um, Twenty three. Okay, so that's that's still <laughs> yeah. They're all like working to set stuff up, and she's just walking around telling so my a story. Sister, <laughs> kind of reminds me of the kids in Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So here's the deal, though. That that is a success. So oh, just kidding. It's a actually a twenty one with the minus two, but that's fine. Um, so any of you who were doing other things while Ari told this story, get a plus one on, uh, attack rolls, saving throws and skill checks during any combat that may happen at the campsite. If you're ambushed at night or anything inspired by that story. If you were relaxing during that time, instead of working, it becomes a plus two bonus because you're paying more attention to the story. Nice. How does healing work when you level up? It's going to play into what I do next. Um, my personal rule is the difference of your old hit points to your new hit points. You gain that immediately okay. in hit points. You don't like you aren't left at a deficit to fill. Um, so then I will ask anyone. Does anyone need any healing? I can help with that as well. I believe I have it very well. Okay. Down. Just let me. Literally last week, he just could not fix my shoulder, and all I needed was like someone to warm it up. It was uh, ridiculous. Yes. I sort of have <laughs> magic hands. We are. We are <laughs> in nature. <laughs> like so everybody looks at. Me. We are in nature, so I am doing much better at healing. I uh, I did uh, fix the shoulder, by the way. Yeah, that was all lucky. So, um, as you're talking, and he's going around healing people, treating wounds, he's like maybe taking a plant out of his pocket, chewing it up and like putting it on your wound and using all these like took the feet natural medicine mm. so that I can use nature to heal instead of medicine, which nice. is higher for me. And I get a bonus when I'm in nature to do it. That smells like awesome. poop. <laughs> It'll do the job. Well, then you can put the poop on my shoulder. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Starting to shift towards night. Sun's starting to head down a little bit. Lucky, what about you? What are you doing? Uh, Lucky has a few things he wants to do. Um, first, he wants to, while Arthur is burying or burning bodies, whatever he's doing, mm-hmm. he wants to to root through his pack. Ooh. Arthur's pack? Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. Um, okay. With the idea being like, he is looking for anything to give a more insight on this person, not necessarily mm-hmm. looking to take anything. Sure. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But just looking to see if there's any gear with any 
specific uh, that he might have, like, find valuable. Or Dear if, Diary, I'm going to trick this group of people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. They'll, we'll never see it coming. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll, roll uh, I think that'll be stealth to start with, and then maybe thievery if anything's locked up. Or Great. Do I roll perception are you gonna, you gonna roll that because you're focusing on burning the bodies it's a it's actually against your dc okay uh well i became an expert in stealth Ooh. sick so i have a plus nine and i rolled a 17 has anyone seen lucky i so 17 total or anyway. you rolled a 17 on the die yeah, i never know no, where so I have a 20 <laughs> what does that add up to 26 terrible Jesus. math yeah exactly oh, oh God, did you hit both <laughs> <laughs> Sounds terrible. Oh. oh, it's a long one too. Yep. Just edit that <laughs> out. Cut the mic. Cut the mic. <laughs> uh, okay, so twenty six stealth. So I'm stealthing into wherever his pack is. Yep. And just kind of perusing. And so Trent, here's what I'll say. You'll yeah. um, you'll know what your DC is, and if you see him, you can decide what you do or don't based on that those numbers. My DC is 10 plus perception. Yeah. So that's a critical fail for me then. It's a, criti- it's a critical success for Lucky. Yeah. So I, I will list literally everything in my pack for you. If you, you don't have to do it out loud either if you don't want to, unless, unless you want it to. It won't take long. Okay, cool. <laughs> There's his sword. Okay. Um, his shield. His breastplate. A bedroll. And a backpack. Uh, winter clothing. Which he has on. Okay. One week of rations, a water skin, and three copper. That's it. <laughs> okay. Because he even crumpled up that letter three years ago. Yeah. Do you still have um, the piece of Biff's shield? I think so. Ooh. Yeah. I think I take that. Okay. And my, my, my thought is when you showed up, you mm-hmm. didn't seem to have much affection for Biff. Mm-hmm. And so I want to know if this, if you notice and if, and if you do what your reaction is. Okay. Um, so that, that will play out. Whenever. I agree. I, I think Ari also felt like Arthur was maybe overly stoic about the death of his brother. It was right. like, Oh, okay. I have to go send a letter. I've been spending three years hunting for this. My family member yeah. who's been missing and now I just found out they died because to me it's also like extremely tragic that he arrived two days after his brother died yeah. like it was yeah. so close to you know working out but yeah. I think everyone's I, a little suspicious of Arthur yeah that does allay my <laughs> suspicions a little bit at least though you know that you may just be a weird, weird. <laughs> <You're> just weird. <laughs> um, okay yeah sorry go ahead you were gonna say something no, no, I was just going to move on to mine. But Oh, yeah, I've got one more thing. Oh, hell yeah. If we want to really quick. Yeah. <clears throat> so, again, I do that really quick. Mm-hmm. Take the piece of shield, and then as soon as Ari finishes her story, mm-hmm. Mike, Ari, come here. What's up? And I, I walk us, like, behind where the tents are. Ooh. And I have, like, this, this, circle, of, this circle of rocks Ooh. Um, set up behind the tents. And I pull out this book out of my uh, my pack. And I said, I found What's this happening? a long time ago. And uh, I've studied this book for a while, but I need to just just watch. Just watch. It's a playboy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Lucky pulls out this book. 
uh, and he flips to a certain page and he starts doing some in, sort of incantation. Uh, oh, oh, magic lucky. And, uh, I, he does this for a few minutes and then after a while, the, the circle, the rocks start to kind of glow a little bit mm-hmm. and the, the area inside the, the rocks glows and something appears in the middle, just kind of like silhouetted. And in the middle, when the, when kind of he finishes up, there's this big, hairy, spiny caterpillar. Yeah! <laughs> that just is hanging out. It's probably like the size of a dog. What is that? Oh my God. Uh, Hari okay, pulls out her right, kukri. Right, right. yes. No, no, don't, don't kill it. Don't kill it. Don't kill it. Don't kill it. Don't what is it. that? Um, I learned... I summoned this. What? I summoned this. Why this is, would you do well, that? I, I mean, I didn't summon this specifically. I summoned something and this is what showed up. What's it doing? <laughs> yeah. What, it, I mean, is it just of, like chomping on a chilling. leaf? Kill <laughs> me. <laughs> I feel like it's starting to sort of like look around its environment a little bit. And yeah. Like and, kind of, and Lucky kind whoa. of like creeps up to it and kind of like puts his hand out. And I think some part of it, like its back moves almost to make contact with your hand, like almost in time with you. And Ari's like, ooh. And I'm like avoiding the spines. I'm like, he's cute, right? Yeah. So cool, Lucky. I mean, kind of like the way that something really <laughs> ugly can be cute, but right? It's so great. <laughs> cool. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all. That's it. Wow. I'm impressed, but scared a little. All that to say, he, can you summon anything? No, just this. Just <laughs> <laughs> this is my uh, summoner eidolon. Nice, as oh, my archetype. Very cool. Wow, That's no so cool. way. Learn something new about Lucky. Who all was down hit points, by the way? No, you get me. ten back. Arthur nice. and uh, just I think, it's, I think it was just Arthur okay. and Nikolai. So you would have gotten three, and you would have gotten twenty-two. Oh, sweet. I super credited you on this. Don't know how to oh. heal anybody. <laughs> I wasn't hurt. So. <laughs> I fixed your shoulder some Ari's more. Ari's going to be like, why don't you want to show the other two this very weird little creature that well, you can summon? They were busy. They'll, they'll see him eventually. Does he just hang out with us the whole time now? Pretty much. Can I mean, it he, move he can very leave. fast? Yeah, Does it fast. just like squeak along? <laughs> he just kind of, yeah, he's pretty chill for the most part. But, you know, if he needs to, he can, he can help. Okay. <laughs> Treads over there doing the caterpillar yeah. worm. <laughs> I imagine that as you guys are over there, I'm over here healing Arthur, and I'm, what are they doing? I finish up and I walk back over there and see her. I'm like, what the f? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's scared when they see it. What, what is, is there a bear? No, no. there's no bear. He's, okay. Um, are you friends with this? Yeah. He I summoned it. Summoned it. Really? Mm-hmm. Did you know he could do that? It's quite impressive. I did not. I didn't know if it was going to work, to be honest. So I'm Where just glad that from? something happened. Can you write it? Have you ever no. met it before? No. This is okay. I have okay. To, we have to we name it. I have to come much. up with a name still. And she's going to, Ari's going to bend down next to it and be like, hello. It's <laughs> spines kind of like go up and down, like in a weird wave. Ooh. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> You'll learn to love him. I'm sure. What? Do you, what kind of animal is this called? Uh, 
I think it's just a really big caterpillar. I don't know. <laughs> Nadrama what? comes over and tries to stomp it. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to kill the it's llama. It's Nadrama. Llama? Nadrama. <laughs> I think while you guys are uh, observing the caterpillar, um, Arthur goes over to his pack to just like put a, maybe put one of the daggers in it, you know? And he's like, what? Wait a minute. Has anyone has anyone seen the the shield part from Biff? No. Someone, I gave it to you. Uh, yeah, I thought you had I, that. I, I could have sworn I had it in my pack. And he starts like searching through his his armor. Nikolai's um, visibly upset. He's like looking around the camp all of a sudden, like just like desperate to find this. Thing. I didn't think you cared much about that. Well, it's 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 complicated, okay? I but I need I need that, or I'm going to be in a lot of trouble. Well, let's, What's let's... the deal with you and Biff? Actually, let's unpack this really quick. Campfire <laughs> scene. <laughs> it's it's complicated. I didn't okay? want to bring it up, but since you said something, what's. What's the, like, were you friends? Did you like each other? I have 12 siblings. I get it. I am an only child. I do not. It starts in my childhood. Which I'm sure you're desperate to hear about. <laughs> Nikolai gets a notepad out of his... <laughs> starts taking notes. Mm -hmm. Pins and needles. My father was a last wall knight. And our home was sacked when we were... When I was a kid, we had to leave. We were in camps for a while. Eventually, he and the other knights returned, took back our home. But there were a lot of people dead. It depressed me. It depressed my father. He decided to retire. We stayed in the village. But the orc raids just kept coming. He went into the... Into the forest one day and he returned with this kobold child to be honest you, you now know as much as I do he just said that Biff was part of our family and he was our burden to care for Biff, burden, huh? Biff seemed to think that he needed to be running and that people were looking for him well we were looking for him. We have been looking for him for years. He ran away from your home? He did. Supposedly, my father says that he took a family heirloom or weapon of some sort. And I think... And he kind of, like, sighs. I think he wanted to be like me. He wanted to follow in my footsteps and become a knight himself. He started to get jealous and he was sad after I left. I don't think he was trying to find me, but I think he was trying to do what I want to do and become a knight. Hmm. What What was the heirloom he took? Uh, father wouldn't say. Hmm. And Ari's gonna like mime like, to <laughs> Lucky and Nikolai. Everything he had except for the shard we gave you was buried with him. And I told my father that I had a piece of it. Some evidence of what I say is correct, but uh, who knows what punishment my father will mete out if I don't bring it to him. So you don't carry it with any affection towards your brother? It's difficult to say I loved my brother. I, 
I consider him a brother. But I was 15 when he came. It was sort of like a, you know, a nuisance almost. Well, that nuisance saved all of our lives. So put some respect on that name. <laughs> I, 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 did, I didn't realize he was that helpful. You would be very surprised that it took him a minute to get going. But once he did, it's very brave. Oh, one one minute. I need to put another body on the fire. <laughs> sure, sure. Like, oh, God. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he said hip, yeah. That's a family, family thing. That's a family thing. Like, oh, that just comes that from our region. <laughs> mm. Oh, okay. So weird. I, uh, I'll, like, pretend like I'm around the tent looking for this uh-huh. thing, and then I'll slide a hand and be like, found it. Oh, Oh, thank goodness. I must have just dropped it. St- stupid. Just be be careful. I have to ask. <laughs> Ari's uh, going to wink at Lucky. She knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How long had Biff been with your family? How old are you now? Oh, I, uh, you know, I'm in my mid-twenties. I tend to lose count, I think, about this age. You. <laughs> he's like, he's like 27, 28, okay. I think. Okay. Um, when... When he arrived and I, I left for the Knights of Last Wall, I, I, I dedicated my life to fighting the undead. The Whispering Tyrant, if given any chance, I would love to bash him in the face with my own shield. Bold. Hmm. My father has hung up his weapons, but I've decided to take up the fight myself. Hmm. And Arthur... Ooh. Has taken the Oh yeah. What do we got here? Last Wall Century dedication. Oh. Nice. What does that actually do? So you become expert in athletics if you're already trained. Oh hell yeah. And you are trained in undead lore. Oh shit. Cool. In addition, you get the uh reactive shield fighter feet. Hell yeah. So that if you are if you do not have your shield raised and you are hit with an attack, you can use a reaction to raise your shield and you gain the bonus to the AC to like, determine whether it mm-hmm. still hits. It's dope. So now you, have, you have two different reactions, don't you? Yeah. Nice. That's cool. I have none, no reactions. None. And I haven't <laughs> actually mentioned it, but Arthur... Oh yeah, we don't even know what class you are technically. ...is a champion. Yeah. He is a liberator. Ooh, is there cool. talk about that? Is, uh, did we talk about your deity already? No. What? Uh, if I may ask, Arthur, what, uh, you are a champion. What deity do you follow? I follow the pantheon of the Sorrow's Sword. It's, I... it's pretty, you know, you probably haven't heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Can I do a, a check to see if I've heard of it? Fuck yeah, what's your religion? Yeah, I was going to say, but I'll do that Oh, uh, it's religion. It's plus one. Plus eight. Uh, okay. One so of my few untrained. You've got it, Jason. Uh, you you haven't okay. heard of this. I mean, you Makes know those sense. words separately. Sure. Um, while Trent is pulling that up, let's kind of shift a little bit into a, a meta conversation space with uh, the narrative. Shift out of direct dialogue. 
Any other um, events, any special meals before bed? Anyone going to organize a watch? I'll do the watch again. All right, go ahead and give me a perception check. Dang, and... I'm rolling so good today. Uh, 24. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's not a crit success, but you, you do, everyone will get a plus one on perception as well during the watch. I'll try to subsist. Um, so you're not going to cook anything. You're just going to like gather enough for like rough yeah. meals. Cool. Uh, if you subsist, we found extra rations and stuff like that. So yeah. So just and if you succeed on a subsist, you just get. Is it enough for you? Me and one other person is what it says. Until you, if you crit, then it's more, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. I've got the DC here. Um, you'll be foraging technically, so you'll get a minus two on this. Can I aid this? Yeah. If you want to like spend some time going out hunting and gathering with Nikolai. Yeah. You were telling stories. I think that's mm-hmm. a failure. Yeah, you're looking to hit 20. Yeah, no. Okay. All right. Uh, let me see if that's a crit failure. Is it a, nat- a negative at all? That's a, I got a 10. So, nope. Oh, that is a crit failure. Yeah. This is minus one. So, <laughs> you said it's a minus what? Minus three total, because you're just like in a bad area. Do for we it. have a plus one from her? No, that's just story? on combat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Skill checks during combat. It's still a 19. Yeah, that's a success then. So, you'll find. Um, Let's see. Does the plus one from combat for the story come from like the nature of the story? Like if I was like, oh, they foraged so good, you would be able to like forage better or is it just always going to be combat? It's always right if you get attacked at camp because you're like hyped up on being a hero. Gotcha. Mm. Um, so you do subsist. So you'll find two, basically two people's worth of rations. Okay. And um, you do still find another, get, you get, geez, uh, you get three special ingredients and... Another uh, another 15 basic ingredients. Wow. How many special did you say? Three. That's awesome. So if you want to try to make fish on a stick again, you can. Yeah, I do want to try to make fish on a stick again. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I almost took chill touch so you could uh, make your ice cream, but... Oh. You didn't do it? I, I will say you also can just make Ari's a generic like, Come on, just hearty meal or jeweled rice. What's a hearty meal give you? Hearty meal is um, da, 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 da. potential bonus on saving throw on the next saving throw you make. Hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, let's do hearty meal. All right, hearty meal requires four basic ingredients okay. per person. All right, so that's why you can. That's why you find so many. And how many did I just find? Fifteen. So I only had three more. Okay, cool. Yep. That's what I get. Four per person. Yeah. So sixteen. Uh, I'm saying out of how many I have left, right? Uh, yeah, because you found a bunch yesterday. yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, got the DC. Cooking lore or survival? Survival. Okay. And I rolled a uh, 26. All right, uh, that's a crit success. Heck yeah. So Dope. here it is. So everyone needs to make some notes. I'm going to say this is going to be my favorite just because it's simple and hearty and Ooh. hearty meal. So if this is your favorite meal, you'll recover an additional amount of hit points equal to your level when you rest. Oh, that's cool. Dope. And because it crit succeeds, real hearty dinner for everyone. All of you get a plus three status bonus on your next three saving throws Whoa. before your next rest. Cool. That's great. Is, aren't these meals really cool? Like so I, cool. Lo- I love these little narratives. That's really cool. I need another book for all my recipes. They like hired a nutritionist to write this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at you, Abby. Um, all right. So now that we're kind of going into the watches, which we already have established, let me update it because you leveled real quick. So I'm just going to go around the room and do some quick asks. Can you I do plus the, three uh, on the next three, right? Just so old, uh, old religious buddy over there is aware. Uh, Sorrow Sword, or oh, yeah, Sorrow we'll get into Sword. We'll that in one second. Okay, 
because we'll do full meta. Uh, Arthur, what's your, what's your current perception bonus? Uh, plus five. Ari, did you just go up to plus six or did you go higher? Because oh, I to went expert? to plus six. Um, Lucky, what's your perception now? Plus seven. And Nikolai? Eight. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so now we're in the watch at night and let's talk full kind of meta grinding table. Trent, what is that pantheon? So it's primarily Ragathiel, the general of vengeance, uh, who brings his devotion to duty and revenge, and Vildis, the cardinal martyr, who believes that evil should be destroyed at all costs, even self-sacrifice. Um, there is a little bit of Gorum, our lord in mm. iron, who preaches strength and victory in battle. Okay. And some uh, Yomade, the inheritor, who le you know led the charge on uh, of successful attacks, uh, sense of honor, justice, valor... A little bit of a Razni, the unyielding. Uh, I think she was the herald of one of those who got captured for a while. Yeah, mostly due to her edict to survive at all costs and her abhorrence for the creation of unwilling undead. Because mm. I think she was turned unwillingly into an undead at one point by a lich. All right. So um, cool. we kind of did some highlights, but now they're going to, and you don't have to reveal it, but we'll kind of start with Trent because you gave us a lot of info. So Trent, you're a level two liberator champion now yeah you dedicated into last wall century um anything else big at this level so let's see shining oath uh was part of the like the typical class feat okay which is my champion's reaction is enhanced enhanced against undead Ooh. so the liberator's reaction is that it, it you can reduce damage to your ally if mm -hmm. the enemy and your ally are both within 15 feet of you okay um, as part of that, your ally can step, Ooh. uh, as I don't, I think it's just a free, it's a free action action for them. It's part of your reaction. Yeah. Um, but against undead, if the undead is the, if an, if an undead is what attacked, they can step twice. Oh shit. Yeah. That's also great. Cause maneuverability. I think that gets people out of grabs and things too, which is it awesome. Does. Yeah. That's super cool. Uh, let's go clockwise. That means, uh, Jane, you're a level two swashbuckler. Mm -hmm. You don't have to share with us. Do you want to share what you dedicated into? No, not yet. Okay. Amazing. And for your swashbuckler feat, you took... Um, you're your next. next. Yeah. And, uh, you have to say it menacingly. You're, you're next. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, all right. Little little mystery there in the archetype. Jason, you uh, hit level two cleric. Yeah. So um, I guess you'll kind of see it in game, I guess while we're sitting around and there's downtime, mm -hmm. he goes off somewhere and you see him just like meticulously practicing his bow and arrow. Oh, that's because cool. Because I took the archer dedication. Oh, I was oh. literally just talking about that the other night with uh, with Kevin. Yeah, we we're talking about how it's cool how they like created archetypes that allow you to like mix an element into a mm -hmm. class like mm -hmm. archer or armor or shields. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so. Keeping an eye on the. Old Eldritch Fucking Archer cool. later on. Yeah, that's dope. Okay. Um, and you took uh, Nature's Medicine. Nature's so. Medicine. And the other thingy that I took was Cantrip Expansion. So I get a couple extra cantrips a day. Cool. Oh, yeah. Wow. You got a lot out of that level. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can also, um, I did. I took Lead, lead Climber. Nice. Uh, so if somebody, if we're climbing and somebody crit fails, I can actually like help them. Um, avoid a crit fail, just return it to a failure. You take it too? No, 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 no. Oh. I'm going to crit fail because I that athletics is the other thing I'm not trained in. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I'm not very good at athletics. That's though. also awesome though because like 
I mean, Follow the Leader's huge. Yeah. And, an, and an exploration game like this where you're exploring, that's so cool. Because there were, yeah. there was a rule for it in the other episode where you came across the waterfalls. Like, yeah, yeah. What do yeah, the checks look like to climb up and down them? Yep. Okay, Lucky. Sounds like Summoner. Yep, yep. Archetype Summoner. And that just gives you an Eidolon, right? Just gives me an Eidolon. This, this scary, fuzzy, weird this fuzzy, caterpillar. spiny caterpillar. Do you feel comfortable letting us know what, like, family of Eidolon you went with? Uh, it's Beast. Beast? Mm-hmm. And then do you get to pick, like, because there's, like, wily or strong variations, right? Yeah, this is, uh, so I gotta click my, yeah, so uh, like, my Eidolon tab. I think it's called build? a ferocious beast. Yeah, so strength build mm-hmm. Eidolon. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Uh, brutal beast, brutal beast. I'm nice. glad you're playing Eidolon, not me, because there's a lot of rules I don't know. A lot yeah, of yeah. rules, yeah. And then, uh, well, you might you might see Lucky doing this in camp. He uh, took snare crafting okay. as a feat. Um, Interesting. So he'll be potentially making some snares. That's awesome. You know, in a lot of games, uh, snares, and Trent and I have talked about this, kind of rough to use, especially depending on how your party interacts with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but especially in the game like this where camping is a huge element. Right. Snares are wildly yeah, useful. There's a snares around sense. our camping shit. There's mm-hmm. a lot of really cool snares too. Like the rules yeah. on those are really cool. And given that like already in an open world, there's a lot of like, there's foes ahead. Do you want to engage? You can tell totally me like, I want to sneak up and put a snare down before I get close and yeah, then yeah. start combat. So no, I don't have any built yet, but that'll be something he's working on at some point. And awesome. then... Rogue feet took mobility. So mobility lets me move oh. up to half my speed without triggering attacks of opportunity or op, what is it called? Now? Reactive strikes. Reactive now. strikes. So that's cool. So Stuff I can move on. up to half nice. to get out of range and then make his movements after that. In case you ever have to deal with uh, maybe like a mini boss with a big ax that has reactive attacks. <laughs> yes, exactly. That would be terrible. <laughs> that, extra, that extra like five to 10 feet would have been huge. Oh, yeah. Well, speaking of things that are horrible, um, it seems like you just keep drawing the right straw here, Nikolai, because throughout the night, um, Arthur, you take first watch and it's very quiet. There's windiness. So it's, you know, you hear the bugs in the open plain, but it's clear sky, beautiful in a way. Hands it over to, um, to Ari pretty quiet you got your fire going some leftover hearty meal and uh it's got some time uh the drama just kind of hangs out with you <laughs> me and a drama a drama or is it no drama no drama, no drama mama <laughs> um lucky just seems to keep working out like this i feel like maybe yeah. you hear something all right just staying on alert okay. not not overreacting but never Possibly Never. underreacting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. My my uh, caterpillar friend is chilling with me. And then um, morning comes, and uh, you're handing it off late morning shift to Nikolai. Nikolai, you're in the zone. Two, three hundred meters away, open field. You feel like you catch a glinting of moonlight off of something, something far away, like barely edge of your vision. I will go back to, uh, I will say you all are good enough campers. If you want, you can have it set up to like quickly, like cover the fire in some way or like put out the open flames and just leave it down at coals. Yeah, that's actually a good idea. I'll do that. I'll put the fire out and I want to know if I can like, if I have a chance to 
try to study it and see if I can figure out what it is a little bit more or if in I this need case, to 100%. Okay. Like I said, you're, I'm talking like two to 400 meters away. Okay. Like you've got time space. You've got some time, especially with the fire out. You see some glint. Okay. What would you like to do here? I would like to try to figure out what it is without getting too far away from the camp. Okay. So what I'm going to say for that is we'll do some recall knowledges, Okay. but I'm essentially going to give you a, a penalty on them for trying to do it at a very far distance. Okay. Um, I guess I'll say this. I'll give you some options. I'll do the to, same thing. I'll do the hundred yards because that's how far I can shoot. It's I can relatively get that close and around. So yeah. I'll say a hundred yards from the camp. Okay. And I'm assuming you're not like active stealthing. No. All right. So you'll move in the night. It wouldn't really help if I did. What is your stealth <laughs> DC? 11. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. But a hundred yards away. Now it's in moonlight. So everything's low light. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of hard to see, but you lucked out and you, you, you know where to look for these, these things. Um, here's what I'll say. Things with an S. I want to, because I don't want to give too much away. <laughs> I want to leave. You know, got to have some mystery, right? So it's your choice here. Uh, perception will give you kind of information location. A recall knowledge will tell you more about them based off of like what you observe, sounds, sights, or um, you can, based on saying like I saw, you saw moonlight reflect off of something or glint off of something metal, you can try if you feel like you have a lore check that you want to make based off of that information. I would say I want to either try to use nature or survival to see what's out here. If that's possible. Otherwise, I have some other options. I mean, I can do hunting lore. Um, it's just not as high. Perception. Uh, perception is probably your best here. Hunting lore would mm. be not great, but you could use it. Let's do perception then. All right. And I've got I've got your bonus here because I wrote this down. Um, You're barely able to make out. You can't keep a solid eye on it. They're moving in the night. You see three to five shapes, humanoid, kind of moving near the road lights are out trying to move by moonlight struggling with it a little all right i will go back and wake up again one two three same order yeah does he say the same thing there <laughs> i tell ari to keep her light off okay. don't turn your light on huh? oh, oh, okay. why come because we are in the wilderness and something is coming again. Oh, God. Why does this you know always happen to you? Lucky hears it. I find it. That's how it goes. <laughs> Every freaking night. It's uh. inconvenient that this keeps happening when my armor is not on. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe you should go last. Fuck it. <laughs> so what do you tell them? I tell them there are th- some shapes, four to five shapes, humanoid about two to three hundred meters away. I can't really make out much. Are they bandits? They are humanoid. That's as all I know. Should I call out to them? No. No. I okay. believe, if anything, we are being... They're trying to sneak up on us. Well, then let's sneak up on them. I think that maybe we should sneak we'll up on them. Do a little counter sneak. I'll, I'll be bait. I'll Looking just stand here. I can do that. I can do that. I'll stand with you. Yes. Can you hide, Ari? Yeah. You too hide. I'm not the youngest of 12, not able to hide. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also able to eat off the floor with great fortitude. <laughs> <laughs> Finish that plate so fast. <laughs> Boy, that these coals, our fire seems to have gone out. 
I had better right. stoke Do I need it. to roll something to hide? <laughs> because I can't tell lies. I look at you and I'm like, I, I put it out. <laughs> no, I know. Oh. Shut up. <laughs> All right. So let's, because uh, I got the buttons right this time. Roll for initiative. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you all, because of Jason's action, Jason, if you're willing to continue basically calling point on this, will everyone get a plus one on their initiative? Because you'll be scouting. Um, yeah. Let's, uh... 21 for Ari. Fuck yeah. Is that stealth? No. Should it be stealth? If you want to start stealth, it should be stealth. Okay, so 22. Cool. Anyone else have their initiatives already done? 22. And... 20, wow. 28. Uh, Whoa. Uh, 19 stealth. Because you just became... 19 plus 9. Hell yeah. 40. No. Uh, <laughs> I, I was ready to believe you. 14. <laughs> okay. I've got pre Last time I rolled a 13 and everybody was like, 20 this, 20 yeah. that. And I was like, well... This, this is why, you, you know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just be the bait. <laughs> you, you are, again. Um, yeah. All right. Lucky, you're going to go first. So... Okay. Let's uh let's talk about some stuff here. Oh, it's the same drop. I was like, wow, those are really playing over each other, yeah, yeah. right? Because they're both they're both drops. Because you know who rocks? Sherman. Sherman. <laughs> uh, Jane is smiling like, eh, maybe. Uh, not. <laughs> Sherman and I are on the best of terms. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about low light. Oh. Because I'm going to say the moon's out. So we're dealing with low light. Creatures with low light vision can see in dim light as though it were bright light. So it ignores the concealed condition due to dim light. So you're currently in dim light. Does anyone have lighting stuff going on? I have low light vision and the ability to put a light on my head. Okay. My Eidolon has low light vision. Oh, that's cool. I do not. So here's the deal. All of you are in dim light, except for around the campfire. I'm going to say anyone who is on the square, because we're using some terrain tiles. I don't want to be that guy, but I'm going to, even if we put it out. Yeah, we put out the fire. Oh, I wasn't sure if you put it back to be a distraction. No, no. I was just like pretending to stoke the coals because the fire went out. Uh, So the fire is out. If the fire were, you're not that guy. You're a player. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not a player. I just crush a lot. I'm that guy. Hey. <laughs> well, you know what? Are you serious? He <laughs> gets a patch for saying it I'm not fun. a player. I just crush a lot. <laughs> Come on, it's a song, Shout out to Fat Joe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Fat Joe. Um, if, if the campfire were lit, I would say that that tile would be considered lit. Okay. Um, except for things like behind, like just do line of sight light. We're going to kind of just play it quick and fast here. So in dim light, everyone here is considered concealed, which I believe is a DC five flat check to target things. Um, if you have light vision, uh, low light or dark vision, you're set or a precise sense other than vision. It doesn't affect you. There are bits and pieces of Drosharis that I just miss. Mm. And the ability to not have people concealed against you was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're level two now, right. but you've, you've, we'll you've got a while to catch up. Mm-hmm. We'll so let's there. start with uh, with Lucky. Turn one. It's Lucky's turn. Dude, can I? I can't make out who or what they are. Um, at this distance, you can see that they are humanoid figures stalking up with bows out. Uh, you do see clods pulled around their faces. I'll hold. Delay. <gasps> Delay. Delay. Okay. 
Nikolai. Mm-hmm. This, is a, this is a lot of restraint from Lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just give it a chance, you know. Not every <laughs> we don't have to kill everyone. <laughs> but so we they're might. concealed. So I can still shoot at them. They just have yeah. a, a bonus. Yeah. It's just that it's dark enough where you're like, you might hit where you think they are instead of where they are. Okay. Yeah, so they that's are, what I'm gonna do. I think it was like, they are observed but concealed, I think is the technical terms for it. Okay. Trent's I'll go with that one directly math. in front of me. Trent, what color is that one? Purple, I think. Probably. Trent's nodding yes for purple. I seriously love that system for identifying the pawns. It's so handy. All right. 14? Uh, 14. It's okay. probably not with the cover. Or uh, the they don't have cover. They have concealment. Concealed, yeah. Roll me a flat check. That's otherwise, right. That's a, a flat hit. Check. Looking for a five or higher. 11. Hits. So these figures are stocking up with bows. You just draw back. And... Go ahead and take five hit points. Try it again. <laughs> yeah, no reason not to. 19, natural 19 with a 14 on the old uh, thing. So that's probably going to be a crit. 25? That is, in fact, a crit. Yeah. <laughs> now, important question here. Which we're saying, are they, Trent, are they beyond 30 feet? Are they, they right at 30 they feet? They are. At least from... They're beyond. Yeah, they, they're Perfect. beyond. Yep. We're yeah. checking the volley distance yeah. on that bow. Yep, yep. Uh, da, da, da. It's an extra... Kind of cool thing. If you get the blessing of a rastal, if you have the boot, minor boot of a rastal, you get to ignore volley on long oh, that bows. Is cool. 16 plus God. 1. Jason's rolling so many 17. Dice. Points of damage? Yes. Oh, God. Wow. Oh, Jesus. The head explodes. Like, you remember Battle of the Bastards? What happened when those arrows hit? Through the neck. Like, yeah. the guy might not even realize he's dead yet. And that's then he a, falls back. That's cool. That's the point I want to hit. Like, Battle of the Bastards has one of my favorite sound design. Mm. And when air, when arrows from longbows hit people, that shows you a great job of making it feel impactful. Mm-hmm. That's what just happened to that guy. Just, yeah. Like, the whole body's jerks, jerks, and just bam, dead and out. Uh, Lucky, you could re-enter combat if you'd like. I have one more action, I think. Oh, God, never mind. <laughs> so I'm going to just go ahead and shoot at the next guy. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, this one will have cover to its AC. How's a 20? Uh, even with the cover, it still hits. That could be that flat yeah, check. I rolled a five on the flat check. That's a hit because it's DC five. Jesus. How's that archer de- dedication paying it's off been for pretty it? pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's only two hit points, though. Okay. Uh, what's the next one's color in line? Is that red or green? Red. Red. All right. Two. So three arrows just arc through the moonlight. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, lucky you can jump in. Otherwise, it's Ari's turn. I'll delay. All right. Ari. Kind of cool. I actually have a delay area on my Paizo initiative tracker where you can I love that thing. to oh, see that if they're smart. not just delayed. I like, like, I liked it so much. I had a first edition one. The second edition one didn't really change at all. I just wanted to buy a new one because I loved it so much. Um, I'm just going to... What's the right terminology if I want to be able to act at some point but not yet? Delay or hold? Delay. 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 Okay, awesome. I am also going to delay. Well, it is now Green's turn, which is the one in the back. And I think... Arrows are coming down. You see her. Oh, gods. It's like cussing, like, fuck. Damn the gods. And he's going to run up into that tree to get cover. It's going to run forward closer to you to kind of get into that tree so it can take cover. It'll get in there. Um, I'm going to say because neither of you two, I'm going to use some like miniatures rules. So I'm going to say that neither of you two have cover who are near the campfire because there's a tree in between you, but you're not like in yeah. the tree taking cover. Um, 
So I won't even give that shit cover because it's like a stationary tree. So it runs up into the tree for its first action. Second action takes cover. Third action is going to throw a shot at the dude with the longbow that just like saving Private Ryan snipered out of the bell tower, <laughs> one of his teammates. Yeah. All right, so run forward, shoot that bow. I think I might stand a chance at a hit for that. That's a 19 to hit. Hit. But flat check for Knight hits the flat check. Okay. All right, so that's going to be a shot coming in. Three points of damage. All right. Tunk. Arrow hits. That's its entire turn. Uh, those who are holding, you can always enter at the end of a turn. Otherwise, it's Arthur's turn. Arthur is going to... Transmeasuring distances, counting heck squares. He's going to use a focus spell. Nice. Oh, oh cool. shit. Called Athletic Rush. Hey, I know what that Dope. does. Yeah. He gets a 10-foot status bonus to his speed. Uh, and he, as part of casting the spell, he can stride. So he's going to go 35 feet. Nice. So it's just like a movement plus, Right basically. up to green motherfucker here. Yeah, perfect. And he's going to attack. Is that a first and last name? Green motherfucker? Green motherfucker. Mother's the middle name, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Not superb. That is a 17. You got that. That's a hit. You oh, nice. That. That's on green, you said? It yep. is. Oh, did, did we, were we doing flat checks? We're supposed to be doing oh, flat checks. Oh, flat that's check right. Now, yes, because you uh, don't have vision with you. What is it? A five or higher? Five. Got it. Five up, as they say. That is seven damage. Uh, dead. No, oh, no, wait, not, not dead. God. Uh, Almost dead. So Almost near, up, near bam, death. Yep, near yeah, death. He's got an arrow and some slashes taken out of him. And you know what? He the will... Green hasn't um, been hit yet. That's red. Oh, red. That's right. He will and raise purple. his shield. I don't have shield. my glasses on. I can't see who they are. <laughs> uh, concealment. Raise <laughs> shield with, with third action. Shield nice. up. All right. I'll, uh, I'll undelay. Yeah, okay. I'm going to undelay as well when Lucky's done. Okay. I'm just going to go ahead and swap all of you undelay. in. Lucky, your turn. Undelay, undelay. Um, God, I love this game. I'll take a shot at the one engaged with Arthur. Also, one of you who has a phone for me, would you take a photo of this? Because it's so cool to actually just see the like map and campsite minis mm -hmm. up there. Uh, so what are you doing, Lucky? Taking a shot at... Do I need to move out from cover to nope. take the shot? No. Um, you've got visual obscuring, but you're good there. Okay. So that is a 22 to hit. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a hit. Flat with, check. Are you shooting red or green? Because red has cover. The whichever cover. one is engaged with Arthur. I can't tell. That's me. red. With oh, that's green. Oh, that's green. Yeah. So green's got really good cover, but they're flat-footed. That's still a hit. Okay. Cool. Uh, no, quick question here. Uh, what's your bonus to damage? Plus zero. Is it higher than one? No. Oh, okay. Go ahead and roll. Um, but I rolled max damage. I rolled 12. Jesus, they're very dead. Damn, that's green. Yep. Two sixes on my sneak attack. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, you're so sneaky that I have trouble finding your character in this picture. I just <laughs> You are in like the green <laughs> yeah, yeah, cloak perfect. on a green mask. That's perfect. That's great. <laughs> um, and then... Oh, this I'll, is so cool. I'll hide. Okay. God, I'm rolling insane today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 27. Yeah, you're, you're, you're hidden. Wow. Um, now, Eidolons, they use your action economy, right? Mm-hmm. And you also share hit points, I think? Yeah, we share hit points. Yeah. Okay. But he's just going to kick it with me right now. How so does that, I decided, does his, that I decided one his, dies? his name is Spike, by they the way. They both go down to zero. Spike. Uh, yeah. Spike. I Spike. like it. 
We name him Spike. All right, so that's shoot hide. You got one left, right? Uh, yeah. I'm going to. Can I just take cover? Yeah. I'll just take cover. And if you ever want to change that order, if you take cover and then hide, because you get your cover bonus to your hide check. So if you take cover, it's a plus four, which you then get to apply to your stealth check. Because cool. the better your cover, the easier it is to hide. Well, I hid good, so. I'll, so now you're like what thirty-three or something yeah, with the yeah. plus four. Yeah. So lucky is thirty-one gone. Ari, it's your turn. Ari's going to be like, ugh, this is so boring. And then just like <laughs> run, use her full action to run up to this one. Can you get, does it take all three to get there? Or can I you get there in two? Then... Oh, is that counting? Yeah. 25. You got this. So for two actions, you can get there and with plenty. You can get there of a third action to spare. All right. With two actions, then doing that, going to run up. And then she's just going to... Uh, Attack so with that, the Kukri. Is that two actions to get right there or three? Oh, true. So no Jane. So you, I would need right. all three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's okay. So then I'll just like run up and be like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> so it runs up. You're next. You're oh, next. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, and sure enough, that's actually correct. It is their turn next. <laughs> oh, this is actually fucking perfect. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So they're going to attack. Let's start with this. Um, Shortbow. So they will. They'll drop a hand off of the short bow, leaving it in hand. Draw the dagger for one action, and they will strike with the dagger. Let's uh, let's play this out. Oh! Are you striking it? Critical Ari. hit. Critical hit. Nimble now, dodge. Okay. I had to say that before I rolled. Well, I'm saying it now. Okay, I passed the flat check on a critical hit. Okay, I would like to use my reaction. Liberating step. She raise shield. <laughs> No. Uh, liberating step. Okay. So she gets four resistance. Okay, so you'll take four damage mm-hmm. less than whatever I'm about to do. Cool. And... Are you really not going to let me use my nimble dodge? Can we just say that literally every time something attacks me, she would nimble dodge if she knows how to do it? Uh, you'll want to pick when to do it. It'd be, it's fine. It won't change. I rolled a natural 20. It won't change the outcome, but you definitely can still use it. Yeah, because I didn't play oh, Right. So yeah, you can use it. But like that's exactly why like you might want to save your nimble dodge for the second attack, which mm. has a hot less chance of hitting. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think that I can. I think you can only do it when something attacks you for the first time. So I can't use it on a second attack. You can check. I thought it was in reaction to well, a attack. Well, it says a triggering attack. Yeah, so, so you would think that's attack. the first any, time they attack, attack you. You you can you have to choose when you use it or not. The there triggering attack just means that the specific attack that triggers the reaction. Hmm. So from this crit, you would normally take six damage, but because of liberating step, you'll take two. Two damage. And you can choose to take a step if you want. Yes, you can now, if you would like, you can move five feet. So that it couldn't attack you again. Sure. You can move five feet in any direction. So mm. yeah, you could set up to flank it. You could yeah, just I'll move flank away. It. So yeah, you can just take one step around and get set up to help flank it. So it will attack you again. Mm-hmm. Your choice here as a player. Did you use your dodge on the first attack or are you using it on the second well, one? Well, I'll use it now if I can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So against this second incoming attack, cocked die, and that'll be a 10 to hit. Critical fail. Okay. Yeah. Miss. Uh, Nikolai, it's your turn. What do you want to do? Delay. Okay. Arthur, it's your turn. Arthur will um, take a step up here. Or, okay. Are you going to step or are you going to stride to get oh, yeah. flank? I will stride to flank. Okay. You'll stride up to flank outside of camp. Moonlight lighting you. And he's going to swing with his sword. All right. They are 
off guard and minus two to their AC. Uh, that's an 11. That's a miss. Yeah. Um, got an action left. I'll swing again. Yeah, fuck you, Reddit. That's right. <laughs> well, he's yeah, only second attack. Right. What do you got, Trent? That is a 10. Also a miss. Yeah. All right. Lucky. All right. Taking a shot. Okay. Uh, that is 18 to hit. It'll have soft cover that hits roll the concealment for me. 12, so that's good. That's a good roll damage. They, it is sneak attack applies. Uh, six damage. The, they're, they're dead. Okay. <laughs> oh. And you know what that means? <laughs> Jane just threw it. <laughs> Tune in next week to see nice. what you find on their bodies. Oh, ah. yeah. The Live to Die podcast is a production of Live to Die Gaming. Follow us on social media at Live to Die Pod. Leave a review and tune in next week for more. If you like the amazing background audio and music, all that credit goes to Sirenscape. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com.